Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. So, our next guest has been one of Ireland's best-known and well-loved TV, TV presenters for the last 20 years. Brendan Courtney is a man of many talents, and one of those talents is presenting great television shows. He's back to chat about the new season of Keys to My Life, which is back on our screens this Sunday at half eight on RTE1. And he's on the line. How are you, Brendan? Hi, how are you? How's it going? It's great to talk to you again. Dermot here. Dave is here as well. Hey, Brendan. Hi, how are you? How's it going, lads? Um, and now, I don't know if you were able to hear the show there while you were hanging on the line, but uh, we we had a letter in, which I think, you know, you've got always such good judgment on these kinds of things. Oh, do I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. You're never a man to shy away from an opinion, and that's what no, we need right true. now. That's true. Um, so this guy uh, met a wonderful girl in the rain at Electric Picnic, and he gave her his coat, all his dry clothes, his sleeping bag, and then he forgot to change, and she shared the tent, but they forgot to exchange numbers, and he's wondering, does he have a chance, or is he already in the friend zone? Did they kiss? Well, there's no indication of that. Mm. They, they, she just trusted him all night long, Brendan. That's what I, I. That's what I'm taking from this. I, I'm also like, what he should do now is lower his expectations, and the only way is up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> romance, but realistic romance. Yeah, realistic. Real, yeah. Uh, where are we talking to you today? Are you in Ireland? Are you in the UK? Looking at fancy clothes and planning your next designs, or what's going on? I'm actually in. A, uh, I'm, I am in a fashion design meeting, uh, which has just stepped out. Hence the echoey room. So forgive me, but yeah, I'm, I'm in Dublin with uh, with Sonia Lennon, who's in the other room, and we're planning and plotting and scheming, yeah. <laughs> right, well, apart from the fashion, you are also presenting this uh, beautiful TV show show called Keys to My Life. Uh, it's back for season three, and let's take a, a memory from one of the other episodes of it. I absolutely love this. This is Anne Doyle, uh, former newsreader, and a moment that you guys shared. Uh, have a listen to this. I remember that dress. I remember getting that dress. Do you? Oh, God, yeah. Were you proud of it? I couldn't even begin to tell you. But I remember trying on uh, in a drapery shop in Anascorthy, Oh, my God, it was fabulous. It was something outrageous, like 39 and sixpence or whatever. It was, you know, just not on the agenda. We understood in those days that people didn't have money. So you would never have said or dreamed of saying, I want. You might as well ask your mother to give you the moon. And she bought it. God knows where she got the money or how she got the money or what she went without but I got it. And they're lovely little moments. Wow. Mo- they loved you. Lovely little moments in the show like that, Brendan. And, and I know kind of on paper, you know, you give people the, the keys to their old homes and they go through a bit of a journey. But what do you think the show is really about? I always think of the horoscope effect, I call it. I remember waiting to go to school and Russell Harty would be reading the horoscope and you'd wait till they got to your horoscope <laughs> and you'd listen to the other to the other 11 to see if you'd get your horoscope. I think that, that one of the elements of the show that I think attracts people is it makes us think about our own property journey or lack of, or whatever the case may be, but it makes us think, about, oh, where was I born? I'm on Granny's house or somebody bought... So we, we kind of take out as well from it, but really it's about them walking through the room and everything smells... Memory, everything comes back. Like it's, I wasn't expecting that when we started the series, and it was so emo- it's so emotional, and it's getting more emotional this series as well. I have to say. And can you give us any idea of who it is you have on the the coming season? Because people oh, love yeah. knowing that. So next Sunday is Magella O'Donnell, oh, one wow. of my favorite people on the planet, and her journey is 
unbelievable. It goes from Edinburgh to Tenerife and all the way around to marrying Daniel O'Donnell. And actually, when I when I I picked her up in their house in Tenerife, <laughs> you don't mind, and uh, I got to say for the first time, thanks, Daniel, thanks very much, but it's, it's actually I'm taking Magella away. I have the keys to your wife. <laughs> uh, and I actually have to say I'm obsessed with the two of them now they're just such good sports really generous kind people but her journey is amazing she's next Sunday and then I believe it's Mary Kennedy the wow. following week and I'm going to give, give you a little exclusive now and I'll probably get in trouble for this but I don't care <laughs> um, Mary went off me and Mary are from Clondalkin Mary's just a couple, of, a little bit older than me. Mary was my sister's Irish school teacher in Clostabrida and Dawkin. Uh, we're both from there. Very ordinary work class. Mary won a scholarship to UCD. She's a really smart, brilliant. You know, she broke through a glass ceiling, getting education. Blah, blah. Anyway, she ends up in France in, in Nantes, a place in, 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 near Nice, whatever in France. Mm. And she's 21. She's working in, in a in university. Like this is in the early 70s. Like she's flying it, and her dad suddenly dies in his 50s. And so we go back to the apartment where she got the news that he had died. And she went back to Ireland and it was, it's really quite moving. She said she wanted to take a chair up to the graveside and sit with, with him. And, you know, he was only 54 or something. It was crazy. Anyway, mm. two weeks later, she flies back to France. And we, we took her back to that apartment because when she got back after the funeral in the 70s, there was a letter for him, from him there for her. And she had the letter and we read the letter. Oh, wow. It was. Oh my god! Movie. Yeah, it was just really breathtaking, and and it wasn't really tragic because it's a long, long time ago. But she was really. She said, "I'm just so grateful that I could come back here and honor his memory and remember that time." But I remember it with love now, as opposed to you know, it's not as distressing as it was. It's just yeah. a beautiful memory. So it's really moving. I was like, I shed a little tear that day. I have to say, and I, I have no emotion. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not strictly true, and it's interesting you're talking about fathers because I followed your series where. Um, you were trying to get care for your dad in his elder yeah. years, and I, I guess people on you know at home obviously it was a difficult time for you and your family. But people yeah. watching you on TV saw a different side of you, and interestingly enough, not that you would want to go through all that again, but it has led you down this other path, and 100%. and uh, I guess you're bringing more of yourself to the table when you do shows like The Keys to My Life, and you get to have these conversations. Hundred percent. I mean, I. Honestly, thank my dad every day for the opportunity to, to film that documentary with him. He changed the course of my life, really, he did, professionally, and we never saw that. We were doing it because we couldn't navigate the fair deal. We couldn't get him care. We couldn't get him home. And, and I said, and a, a friend of mine, Theresa Smith in RTE, said, you should make a documentary about this. This is mad. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't be ridiculous. And I, over a cup of tea that evening in the hospice, I said to dad, Theresa, my dad knew Theresa, and Theresa said we should make a documentary about this. And my dad said, let's do it. Wow. I said, Are you serious? And he was like, yeah. Now, people think dad had dementia because he had a very, very, very severe stroke. He didn't. He was really complimentous. So that's what's even, well, even more sort of difficult. He knew what was happening very much so. And he still maintained his sense of humor the whole time. And beautifully, he got to watch the documentary go out. And I used to say to him, he'd be in the hospital, you know, I'd say, Dad, you're ruined at the end of this documentary. I really need you dead by the end of this. He loved it. He really was roaring laugh. That is the relationship you're looking for with your dad, all right, in fairness. Oh, well, yeah. he, did he, he didn't actually pass away for another six months after that. Right. He, got to, he got to bask in his minor celebrity. Yeah, excellent. Like it, it did a lot of worry. It did a lot of good work for people. I know it was obviously, as I said, a very difficult time for you all. And, you know, yeah. losing your dad was so tough. But, yeah. uh, you know, 
know, it it paved the way for a lot of people to navigate that kind of situation and and yeah. sh- shone a light on something that desperately needed to be uh, to be um, exposed. Uh, but come here, in a way, we're kind of similar because I guess when you know someone meets you on your own, people go. Where's Sonia? Uh, it's constantly the same for me and Dave. That like we we're not allowed to be on holidays with our families without people saying, "Where's Dave? Where's Dermot?" It's like we're not on holidays all the time together. Um, just like look over the shoulder to see if he's just coming behind. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what can people get excited about? Uh, you know, in uh, fashion land with yourself and Sonia. So we we because of. Suez Canal because of COVID, because of manufacturing restrictions. We haven't had a fashion launch, I think, since March. So we have a new collection coming out with Dunn Stores, I think, um, towards the end of this month. I don't know exactly the day. We haven't pinned it down yet. But we're very excited about it. And it's, it, look, the whole thing about Lennon Courtney is born out of the off the rails ethos of people have to be comfortable, have to give them confidence, and they have to enjoy it. So colour always helps. So we're really proud of it. You know, it, it's the youth, uh, Sonia is the model, along with this gorgeous, gorgeous girl um, who's a little bit younger, a little bit taller, and, and slightly bit, uh, larger than Sonia as well. And so we kind of show how dynamic our clothes are. And we're, it, it's really about expressing a body, a body positive sentiment for all the women who like what we do. So it, at the core of what we do is really try and help people feel better about themselves if they wear our clothes. So it's nice to have that mission in your head when you're writing content or when you're mm. designing the dress. You, you also have a podcast, of course, called the Lennon Courtney Podcast. Um, and you might as well give up breathing if you don't have a podcast. Well, right? that's the truth. God knows. <laughs> um, and, but but that, that isn't just, that's not just a fashion-focused podcast. It's not fashion at all. Like, yeah. We call it, think, we call it, well, I have to say, I didn't. The journalist called it the thinking woman to take a break. And we said, I'll just take that. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment for sure, I'll tell you so that the first, much. The first episode we did for this last season was Madonna's face. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you could, I think you could do a whole season on that. Think about it, yeah. So she's 63, she's had loads of work, she looks different, her Instagram's a little bit out there, but, you know, you look at the catalogue of her work, and so we got really into women over 50 having right. surgery, women having bum implants, women have, you know, women having breast augmentation at 70 like is it ageist is it misogynistic is it inappropriate so we just discussed it but we do it with loads of facts and figures about how much people spend on plastic surgery averagely and so it's fun you know mm. it's a bit it's a bit cheeky um, but it it's has, the way it, to it, have it. Sonia does a lot of research you can imagine yeah <laughs> absolutely well look the show yeah. is the keys to my life uh, season 3 RT1 this Sunday September Dermot and Dave uh, weekdays from 9am uh, perfect viewing time Brendan Cordy always a pleasure thanks for chatting yeah, to us thanks so much I really appreciate it have a great week thanks, see you Brendan bye bye bye